subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Hey, welcome in. Glad you're here. It is a new week on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And, man, have we got a lot to get into as we start the new week. The Razorbacks preseason practice underway, 26 days out from the season opener as of today. They'll don the pads on Thursday and get down to the serious business of preparing for the season. It'll be a little while before they focus intently on Western Carolina, but no doubt Thursday, when the pads start popping, so to speak, is when the rubber will meet the road. And there are going to be battles all over the place, and it'll be fun to watch them develop and hear about their development as we move through the next couple of weeks and head into the regular season. So we're going to talk about that. As we move through the podcast today, we're going to focus specifically on special teams. Scott Fountain's the Razorback special team coordinator. We're going to get the lowdown not only on the special teams as a group, Cam Little specifically, but also how they put together the special teams. He had some comments over the weekend that I thought were interesting in that regard. Friday was a cataclysmic day on the college football front. Realignment on steroids. Washington and Oregon go to the Big Ten. The Big 12 brings in the Arizona schools, Utah. There's more to come. Only four teams are left in what was the Pac-12. Everybody else has jumped off a sinking ship. And the ones that are left are, no doubt, wondering what the future has in store for them. College football realignment has just gone crazy over the past several months, several weeks. Between 2000 and 2023, there were 15 schools that moved into a Power 5 conference. For some, they moved up. For others, it was lateral. But 15 teams moved into a different Power 5 conference. 14 teams over the course of the next 24 months, we'll begin competing in different Power Five conferences. It is incredible what is happening on the college football front. We'll talk about that some as we go along today as well. First, though, I want to visit with those of you who are buying or selling a home. Each and every day, we are brought to you, presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I've spoken of my experience with them. I've also spoken to many of you who've had a similar experience. I partnered with them multiple times as a buyer and a seller. Both times they got me from contract to close. Now, each situation's different. There was one that was smooth sailing. There were a couple that weren't. And both times that it really wasn't going the way I'd hoped it would, man, they stepped in, they got it taken care of, and all of a sudden, bang, we were at the close. That's what real estate professionals do. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, servicing Missouri now from an office in Branson. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So, give me the hog, Chuck. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. During the summer months, I know many of you are active, going to the lake, going to the beach. And if you want to live a healthier lifestyle and look better on these occasions, then I've got just the meal kit for you. It's Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And you can get 50% off your order right now using the code HTL50. Just go to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. You're going to save trips to the grocery store. Your meals are going to be ready in about two minutes. They're fresh, never frozen. Plus, they have over 34 weekly restaurant options like bruschetta shrimp risotto and grilled steakhouse filet mignon. They have keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie options. Don't forget about breakfast and start your day right with Factor. Take 50% off right now. Factormeals.com slash HTL50. That's Factormeals.com slash HTL50 and get 50% off. All right, let's talk a little Razorback football as we get down to the meat of the matter today, specifically special teams. We focus so much on offense and defense, and that's understandable. Arkansas has new coordinators on both sides of the ball. But how many times have special teams decided the outcomes of games? Arkansas has had some consistency there in their coordinator. Scott Fountain's back. We've got some familiar faces back. Cam Little's back. Max Fletcher's back. Cam Little's been steady Eddie. We're going to talk about him in just a little bit. Max Fletcher didn't have the greatest season last year as a freshman. It was up and down. Sometimes players make their biggest jump between the first and second year. We'll have to hope that's the case with him. By all accounts, things went well over the summer. I can tell you by all accounts during the season last year, he was a really good, as they say, practice player. Can he transfer that into the ball game? Uh, clearly, we're going to find out, but he's the number one punter heading into drills. And it sure sounds like Isaiah Satania is going to figure into the return game on both punt returns and kickoff returns. So we know about those guys, but there are many other players who make up the special teams. And Scott Fountain, the coordinator, I thought had some interesting comments on what preseason practice is about in terms of special teams and who's going to play where when they start the season. You know, right now we're really looking for what we call our role players, our core players, and our 70th man. So definitely look at the freshmen, but the role players for us are guys that may start on offense or defense, and then we like to get them on teams for one or two units. And then you start looking at the core players. You want guys that they might play 18 to 20 snaps on offense and defense, and then maybe you can get them on three or four units. And our 70th man, if y'all remember two years ago, we had a Knicks that was on our team as a shield force, and that's kind 
kind of a guy that, you know, his role is only special teams. And, and he started for us on three units that year. So that's kind of how we're breaking it down. But we're really excited about the freshmen, the transfers, and stuff that we have on our team. See, I thought those were interesting comments, how you go about filling out the special teams roster. And it always goes toward the goal of having the best players possible on the field for special teams. Now, overall depth has a lot to do with that. If you've got solid depth all over the field, you're going to have good football players playing special teams. And that's one of the byproducts of depth. Not only does it make you better at specific positions, but theoretically, it's going to make you better on special teams. So I like their approach in that regard. Cam Little. I want to get back to him. I mentioned him a few moments ago. More Oklahoma junior to be. What a weapon he has been for the Razorbacks. This guy's 33 of 40 on field goal attempts over the course of two seasons. That's 82%, 83% if you round it up. 50 of 50 on PATs as a freshman, 46 of 46 as a sophomore. This is Scott Fountain talking about his kicker. What we've talked about from day one, let's be at 80% or better. And he's done that the last two years. I think he's around 83% in two years. But, you know, this year we'd love to get up to hit that number of 90. I think if you ever can get in the number of 90, then you can talk about having some opportunity for awards at the end of the season. But what I like about Cam, particularly last year, you know, we missed a field goal at uh, Texas A&M, and then he came right back and just got on a streak of about, I think, six or seven field goals in a row. So that's what he brings to the table. He's a very strong-minded young man, and I like the way he approaches the game. Well, the thing that stands out there is he's talking about making 90% of his field goal attempts. That's a pretty incredible number. I mean, again, you look at Little right now, 33 of 40. Nothing to sneeze at, as good as we've had in a while. And he's still a pretty good ways away from 90%. But Moore says that's part of his plan. I always write notes to myself for goals on the whiteboard in my room, and 90% is on that. Obviously, to be a league guy, to be put up for the Lugros Award, you want to be at that 90% because usually most guys that aren't 90% aren't going to be able to achieve that award. So that's definitely a goal of mine. And mainly staying consistent inside 40 is another big goal of mine. I've, I've had a pretty good outcome with kicks inside 40. I think I missed one. It was my freshman year at Georgia inside of 40. So I want to continue that, obviously. And obviously, continue making those kicks from 50-plus. I was two for three last year with one miss being against South Carolina from 50-plus. So I really like that. And I just want to keep progressing, kind of getting that percentage higher and higher each year. So 90% is definitely the goal. Now, obviously, you want to score touchdowns. You know, your field goal kicker would love to have every opportunity available. But I thought his remarks and some of the things he said over the course of the preseason have been interesting and that, yeah, he'd love to kick more field goals. He had 16 attempts last year, had 24 the year before. Some of that was Arkansas going for it. But, you know, he commented about how, you know, the situation in the game called for that. So, yeah, as a kicker, he'd love to have those opportunities, but he understood why the decision was made to go for it. But there's no question that Cam Little gives you an opportunity to score three points every time you get inside the opponent's 35-yard line. He's talked about one of his goals being keeping the flight of the ball longer, not having the tail at the end, not having the hook at the end. That's one of the things that separates NFL kickers. You know, and one of the things that gets collegiate kickers a lot of times is that late tail or that late hook. In the NFL, the goalposts are even more narrow. 
So it complicates it. But your best kickers keep that ball flight straight for an extended period. And that's one of the things that he's talked about as well. I think he's really good. Seems like a really good kid. And he is, again, going to be a weapon. There's a question about whether or not he's going to handle kickoffs. He might, might not. Uh, Fountain said that he didn't like for his freshman to do it, but he thinks that Moore's deep enough into his career now that he might be able to handle it if it comes to that. We'll just kind of have to see how that all breaks down. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curb Realtors, the Griffin Company. What a day Friday turned out to be on the college football front. Incredible what the college football landscape looks like right now. And it's not over. That's the thing about it. It's far from over. The ACC is going to be the next battleground. Now, I don't know that they're going to disintegrate the way the Pac-12 has, but that's the next battleground. I don't know how long it's going to take to play out, but I think it may be sooner rather than later. These things seem to be happening, you know, on an almost monthly basis now. And some of this may slow down once the games begin. May not. We may have more activity before the games begin. I'm not sure what happened Friday was really good for college football. I don't know. I do know this. It's going to be harder for a lot of these teams to win games as they move into these new leagues. And fan bases who've become accustomed to winning nine and ten games in one league may have to become more accustomed to winning seven or eight in a new league. And if you've been a team in your conference like the Pac-12, if you've been a team that every once in a while stepped up and challenged for a divisional championship, it's going to be a lot harder to do in these new leagues, both the Big 12 and the Big 10, just because of the volume of numbers. You know, it's just going to be harder to crack that glass ceiling. We've not even gotten into how this is going to affect the other sports. That's a conversation for another day. But that is coming, particularly college basketball. One thing I do know is that the Big 12 has gotten even better. Eight of the last ten years, they've been the highest-rated conference in the Ken Palm rankings. And over the next two years, they add Houston and Arizona. That's only going to make them better. But now college basketball is a different animal. As we saw, the teams that made the Final Four last year, you don't have to be from a Power Five conference to get to the national championship. You don't necessarily have to be from a Power Five conference to win the national championship. So it's going to change the landscape, though, particularly with travel. There's just a lot more to come down the pike. But again, that's a, that's a different topic for a different day. I do know this. If you love college football, the Bet Saracen app's where you need to be, and we are not that far away. There are already numbers up. You can already place your wagers. And if you are one of those who loves to wager on college football, your time of the year is coming. Same for the NFL. We're about to move into postseason baseball. At least we will by the time we get to October. So there's a lot of stuff on the horizon. And if you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so. It's very quick, very easy. They've got a how-to-play video. You'll find out in a hurry why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, Bet Saracen, and the Bet Saracen app. All right, there's a lot to come as we move through this week. We mentioned the Razorbacks will don the pads by Thursday. I'm certain 
there will be more conversation about realignment. We'll hear from Sam Pittman. We'll hear from some of the other Razorbacks. We're also going to get back to our series on hearing some of the voices of the SEC. Things changed a little bit last week with practice beginning and then some of this bombshell stuff in college football. But we'll get back to that as we move through the week as well. So join us Wednesday. Make your plans. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.